the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome back to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. And what a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. Yep, that's right. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. This is an explicit podcast, though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some blonde junk hook, it has ruined my entire fucking life. Or why is V-Hope being fucking loud? Then you're in the right place. Speaking of V-Hope, this week we're doing another ship series. Yes. It's been a while, but we're together at least for one day this weekend. Yeah. So we have time to do research together, which you really need to do for a ship. Yeah. Yeah. So we are about to draw from the cup. We've got the cup. We have the cup full of each of their names. I'm going to pull a name. Bethany's going to pull a name. And that's how we'll find out which ship we're doing. Yeah, we'll ship them. We'll ship them. Okay. Okay. This is always so nerve-wracking. I know. <sighs> it's exciting, though. Okay. 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 Fuck. Taeyangi. Really? Seriously. <gasps> that's exciting. Okay. Okay. What if we do V-Hope? <laughs> that would be really cool. Hopefully it's not one that we've had before. <gasps> I got Jimin, guys! Oh my god! Wow, V-Min! You guys, this is like us. Like, Bethany yeah. and I kind of think, oh my god, you guys, okay. So. <laughs> we get so excited. So, okay. Oh, V-Min is such uh, a good ship. Yeah. This is a good friendship and it, a good romantic ship. This is going to get emotional today, you guys. <laughs> oh my god, we get oh to watch god. so much of our biases today. To, oh my god. This is going to be the best research ever. <laughs> Okay, so you guys know how this works. Um, we are going to go research, and then we will get back with you. Okay? So, uh, yeah, we'll bye. be back. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. We're back. It's been just over 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, we were actually together in Kansas City for the first two and a half minutes or so of the episode. <laughs> um, but when we were together, we were like, okay, yay, like we get to do all of this V-Min uh, research, which was really, really exciting. But at the same time, we just did not get all that much done. Like we had no time to record. So no. we're like, we'll just record separately. <laughs> so yeah. we did all of our research together. Yeah, really like any time that we're together in the same city and we just get to hang out, like, that's what we want to do. So we weren't mm -hmm. focused on, like, trying to record yesterday. But something that we did yesterday that cut into, like, research time was we got tattoos together. Yes, we got matching BTS tattoos. Yeah. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you would see on our Instagram story, we, like, we're, like, getting tattoos, like, but we haven't shown what they are. But, um, like, after posting this episode, I'm going to tweet out pictures and, like, post pictures of our tattoos. They're really, really fucking cool. We got the same tattoo in the same place on our forearm, and it's the... The four flowers from the Love Yourself Her album cover is all connected. 
And like other people have this tattoo. We've seen it online. We just think it's so beautiful and it has so much meaning to us because that was our that was our first comeback. Yeah. But we also love the whole love yourself message and campaign and that whole thing is so moving and so so important yeah and our first concert our first concert is the love yourself tour yeah coming Mm -hmm. up in september so we we definitely wanted to get these before the concert and uh it's just kind of like an added bonus that we have bts to connect us as friends and like this podcast to connect us forever and so we decided let's get the same tattoo you know yeah i broke the news to my parents (laughs) oh you did what did your mom say she was okay with it i mean she's like it's your body so i was like okay cool wow yeah that's awesome she was like, "Are they? Is it going to be in the wedding photos?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> that was Bethany's only concern. Really, not really your concern, but concern about what your mom was going to say. Yeah, but I knew that she would be like, "Uh, okay." Like she says, it's pretty. Yeah, like, she really does think it's pretty. It she's is like, really pretty. A, yeah, she's like, it's a little large. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so dainty. Like, it's literally just dainty black lines and these, like, kind of abstract flowers. We've already gotten, like, yesterday after we got the tattoos, we went to Taco Bell and we got two compliments on them at Taco Bell. And then today when I was at, uh, like, new teacher training, I got... Uh, like a compliment or two on them it was just really cool yeah i got a compliment at the grocery store i can't (laughs) wait till we like come across someone who knows bts and will recognize it that'll be cool yeah because people don't know what it is they're just like oh are those flowers oh that's really pretty i'm like yeah thanks it's for a band and like my best friend but like someday we will find an army in the wild and they'll be like oh my god that's love yourself (laughs) this is also my first tattoo so yeah it was it's my second one but yeah kind of a big deal for you like you broke your tattoo virginity yeah i did (laughs) with a big fucking tattoo like it's not small yeah it's a large tattoo yeah (laughs) uh go big or go home i guess (laughs) for bts anything really (laughs) i do love it i love it so so much i love it too i keep looking at it i'm like oh my god i love looking at it it's so cute i can't wait to see it healed it's so girly it is so girly i love my other tattoo is flowers also so this just fits like my whole theme but um it's so girly but it also has so much meaning which it's just the best So anyways, guys, we got tattoos. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, we feel before going on and talking about V-Men, we feel like we really need to address some things happening in our community and just mainly the negativity that we see that makes people afraid to get on Twitter or Instagram. And it makes people afraid to join the fandom. Yeah, to be a part of the fandom. Yeah. And to call themselves ARMY. We lately have seen so many people being either nasty to each other on social media under ARMY fan accounts or, like, trying to manipulate people on social media under an ARMY fan account. Like, trying to manipulate people to get more streams or downloads for BTS, which is, like, honestly, what the fuck? Like, you should share bts with people because bts is fucking amazing and they have so much to offer and like help you through not because you want more fucking streams for them or downloads for them like they have enough awards be nice people because you want to be nice not because oh they could potentially give us more votes or whatever like that's so stupid that is i mean that is just so immature and just disgusting behavior and we know or at least hope that none of you listening are behind these kinds of behaviors but like that doesn't mean that all of us can just collectively remain inactive in trying to find a solution like this is a problem in the army fandom we know this so don't be a bystander like your inactivity when you see these things arise, if you don't address it, it makes you complicit in that act. So, like, daily on Twitter, I see people being harassed. Like, people, like our followers even get, ara- get harassed I know, for their, awful. their age, their race, 
their gender, etc. To or the what, point, or like how far along they've been in the fandom. Like yeah. people hate on people in the fandom for not being in the game for so long, or for liking a certain bi- you know, having a certain bias. Like it's terrible. Why? Yeah. So one of the people that we follow, Michelle, whose story we shared during the Army Stories episode. I saw her talking to a guy on Twitter today, so this is why I saw his tweet, but she was trying to support him and be like, oh, I'm here for you, like, this is awful, because this man had been stalked and harassed to the point that he was, like, threatening to, like, swallow a bunch of pills and, like, end his life on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, see, this is why hate needs to be taken seriously. It really, it's so hard to cope with when so many people are being so hateful to you Mm -hmm. and it's just overwhelming and it's awful don't don't partake in it yeah i mean we dealt with our own little little sliver of hate two weeks ago but it is nothing compared to what like people of color or older army or even super young army or male army what they deal with on a daily basis for just seemingly being other compared to I don't know, typical teenage girl like that should be that stereotypically should be into BTS. Like this community needs to be accepting of all people. That's what BTS does. So if you claim to be a fan of BTS, you have to live your life that way, too. Whether you're like a 10 year old super fan girl, really, really love Jimin fan or someone who's been around since debut, whoever you are, we're all supporting BTS. We all love BTS. Don't hate on each other. It's just mm-hmm. it's just something that doesn't need to happen. And it totally goes against what BTS stands for. Yeah. Just don't, yeah. I guess we just wanted to address it because it's been a lot lately. It's almost been overwhelming. Like, it's, even we, we even got attacked by it all. And it's mm-hmm. like, y'all, everyone just needs to calm down. Just love BTS. Love yourself. Peace. <laughs> love yourself. <laughs> Love yourself, love myself. Peace. Peace. Literally. So what you can do if you see this kind of immature and hateful behavior on any social media platform or even in real life that doesn't pertain to BTS or ARMY or whatever, what what you can do if it's on Twitter or Instagram is you can report that tweet or that post. You can report the account of this person being hateful and aggressive don't respond to them directly. Don't give them that attention. Don't tag them in anything. That's what they want. That only stirs the pot. Um, you could like tweet out to your followers or whatever if you want to say, hey, this person is doing this, uh, you know, report and block them. And but don't, don't tag don't tag that person in the tweet. And lastly, you should always come to the support of people who have done nothing wrong. Ask yourself, like, who is telling the truth here? Who is the victim? How would I feel if this were happening to me? And even if the person being attacked isn't a victim per se, like even if they said something wrong too or did something wrong too, that doesn't mean that they deserve like death threats or deserve to get to be driven to the point of feeling like suicide is an option. Really, whenever you come across this kind of stuff, just think, what would Namjoon do? Really? And that will give you the answer. (laughs) Before you tweet something, would you like stand in front of Namjoon and say the same thing. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And we're not saying that you guys are engaging in this. We're just no. like telling you what's happening. This is this is why Corey doesn't have social media. I totally get it. <laughs> I really feel like I could live without social media. It's mm-hmm. just nasty. It gets so nasty. Yeah. Basically, overall, ageism, racism, sexism, all of those isms, they have no place in the BTS army in this community at all. So know if you proudly call yourself army like we do, then you represent BTS wherever you go and you should try to uphold those values that we all collectively share. Anyways, end of serious note. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the episode. So this is V-Men. I, yes. I didn't even look up their other names. I just call them B-Men. Yeah, they're they're the 95s. That's what Big Hit calls them, too. Like, anytime mm-hmm. they have a Bonton bomb together or whatever, they'll say 95s, which I think is super cute. So cute. The problem is we really need, like, a Hosok or a Jin ship here soon. Like, 
Yeah. We have so, not drawn them at all. Yeah. We were thinking about this when we drew V and Jimin. We were like, wow, we've done a lot of Young ships. Mm-hmm. And we've definitely done like a handful of Jimin too. And we're like, we've had everyone except for J-Hope and Jen. And it's really, like, we're just drawing from a cup. So we're like, man, we really hope that they get drawn soon. Because we're we're really wanting, like, Namjin or Soap. Yeah, Soap. Or V-Hope or even Jimin and and Hosok. That would be cute. Something. Yeah. So anyways, but today we get to dive into V-Man, which is honestly a huge ship. Like This is a massive ship. Yeah. You can't deny that they're, like, their best friends, like... Yeah, a lot of people refer to them as best friends. Mm -hmm. I think as time has gone on, I think really when they debuted and really around, like, even Blood, Sweat, and Tears, they were really, really close. For me lately, I haven't been seeing too much V-Men, like, a Mm -hmm. lot of V-Men. But once we did this research, I was like, nope, they're they're still going strong. Like, (laughs) both sexually and, like, friendship-wise, both romantic and friendship, they are... I mean, any moment you see of them, you can take it either way. Yeah, you could totally argue both ways. Mm-hmm. I think personally, I guess I could get to this after we go through it, but personally, I think I lean more towards the friends. Mm-hmm. But I would not be surprised if they've maybe done something together. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like they could have easily crossed the line and got into a little bit more of a romantic setting with each other (laughs) yeah i mean i think that the the moments that we're going to talk about will definitely show that Mm -hmm. um something that i love that i think about a lot because jimin is my bias is that jimin is just two months older than Young, but because of their culture like Young still has to respect Jimin as his elder, even though they're born in the same year because of that two month gap. He just gets to have a little bit more like, I don't know, respect over Young. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just it's it, funny. <laughs> it's funny. Like it really adds to the dynamic. And I think it's important to think about this kind of honorific culture when we talk about ships because it affects the relationship and their interactions and how we see them. No, absolutely. And what's so cute about them is that they are so close in age, mm-hmm. but they're super goofy with each other. Like they oh, are just yeah. having a blast. <laughs> you can tell that these two, Kayla, I think you said this, these two are really like you and I's friendship. Like that person yeah. who's your go-to person. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to make formal plans to hang out. You just hit them up and say like, hey, you free? Want to hang out? Want to do whatever? Yeah. It's that kind of friendship with these two. And their dynamic is just so, so cute. And, like, Young idolizes Jimin a lot. Like, he's so grateful for Jimin. But, like, his dynamic with Jimin is so different from his dynamic with Namjoon, like we did for our Vimon episode. So it's just the whole, the whole friendship and the romantic ship are both really, really good. Mm-hmm. So should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. So let's start with friendship moments like we always do. Mm-hmm. So the first one that we had to put in here that I think is one of the biggest friendship moments mm-hmm. was during Bon Voyage season two when they were in Hawaii. I think they were on a boat yeah. uh, when, when this happened. They all got designated to another member to write a letter. And V wrote a letter to Jimin. And so I'm just going to read the entire letter because it's just so sweet. It is. So he says, Jimena, hello. Writing you this sincere letter is making me cringe, but I'm trying to go on. Please understand, since our trainee days, we came to Seoul without a clue. We woke up, put on our school uniforms, our school uniforms, and attended the same school. We ate together, went to practice, and returned to the dorm. Then we would talk at night. After six years like that, you are now my dearest friend, Before I debut, you once got anxious about it. At the time, I had a meeting with the company, and they asked me what I thought of you being on the team. I thought it over and said that you were there for me through the ups and downs. You were the one who laughed and cried with me. So I said that it would be good if such a good friend could debut with me. It felt good to say that, and I was happy to be able to debut with you. All our good memories made me happy, and I'm sorry that I'm always on the receiving end. Hmm. When I'm in the bathroom crying, you cry with me. You also come to me at dawn to laugh with me. 
You care about me and have me in your thoughts. You work hard for me and you understand me. You listen to my concerns and like me even though I'm lacking. Let's walk on the road of happiness. I love you, buddy. V. <sighs> I know. And V's like on the verge of tears the whole time he's reading oh, this. I know. And everyone, like everyone is sitting around. Namjoon's like, let's like let's listen. Like I think mm-hmm. Namjoon knew that V was just about to spill his heart his yeah. heart out for Jimin. And Jimin, the whole time, is just, like, blushing, obviously. But he he, keeps, like, glancing away and kind of, like, hiding his face a little bit. But you can tell that this is so genuine. Yeah. It's, It's, like, from his heart. He meant everything he said in that letter. Yeah. This is, like, they're best fucking friends. They have no walls up with each other. Like, this just shows, like, they are so honest and open and like try to support the other person as much as possible yeah i think they were both in the same boat kind of when they were um debuting well Mm -hmm. before they debuted when they were training they we kind of said this in the Young episode but they both were kind of like sketchy i guess back when they had started yeah and so no one really knew like if they were officially members whatnot and I think that they really confided in each other during that time. And that was like the foundation of their friendship. Mm-hmm. And they've been so close ever since. So what Jimin ends up saying in response, and whenever he responds, Taeyong just loses it. Like, I mean, he really starts crying, like wiping tears from his cheeks. Oh, crying. he does. Like, I don't yeah. think, I think that even though when he was, like his voice was a little shaky when he was reading the letter, I don't think anybody thought he was like going to start crying. Mm-hmm, like yeah. Jimin responds just simply. He says, he makes me feel good and touches my heart often. That's when I'm grateful to have Young as my friend. And just Jimin saying that and like acknowledging and validating all of what Young just said, he just starts bawling. Uh-huh. And it's like, like, yes, so happy, but also just so much love. Yeah. Um, and then Young, they end up doing like one on one interviews later on that night after mm-hmm. when they got back to like their hotel or their home that they were at. Young says that he feels he comes off happy to other people, but he has a hard time sharing his thoughts. But with Jimin, he doesn't hold back. He feels like he can tell him anything that he's thinking or feeling, and he just really goes to Jimin for support. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I like don't want to say this, but it reminds me of us so much. Like, I know. Yeah. Taeyong's letter, <laughs> like either of us could have written that to each other. Oh like, yeah, for sure. It's that friend. Like that's the best way to describe yeah. it. It's that friend who you can always, you can count on them. Whenever something bad happened to you, you like immediately open up your text messages and you text that friend. Yeah. And that I feel is them. Mm-hmm. They just are like, you know what? This is how I feel. This is who I'm going to talk to about it. Especially Young for Jimin. Mm-hmm. Like I really do think that Young really goes to Jimin. Yeah. I think it's hard for Jimin to open up to people because he is already so critical of himself that he's worried of other people thinking of him negatively or like thinking he needs to improve or that he's like done poorly that it's hard for him to like be vulnerable with people but i think that with Young, he can be vulnerable like it's that give and take for both of them and they really lean on each other and depend on each other in that way oh yeah for sure so, like, we always see them together in, yeah. like, any context. Like, a huge thing that we kept noticing in video clips was them sitting together at award shows. It happens almost every show. Yeah, almost every award show, they are next to each other. Mm-hmm. In some award shows, they kind of, like, flip around and sit in different spots. But, I mean, for the most recent, I mean, billboards, they were sitting next to each other. Um, a lot of other ones like Melon Awards and stuff, they're just always right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Or they'll just spend whatever free time they have together. Like there's a ton of like V lives or little clips of them just hanging out in hotel rooms or like going places together. Yeah. They really have so many V lives together. I will put obviously all of these moments that we talk about will be in the description, but there's a bunch of V lives that we're not going to talk about. But I'm going to put them in the description because they're so, so cute. Uh, but there's just so many of them. We just, like, could not talk about them all. Yeah, there's no way. 
But yeah, like they always go out together. Like when they were doing Burn the Stage, they both went to an art museum together. Just the other day, they went to like McDonald's together. Someone got Mm -hmm. like footage of them there. They just like do goofy, crazy shit together. And Mm -hmm. it just, I love it. (laughs) <laughs> there and they like one thing that we notice at the awards shows is that they're always kind of like whispering to each other. Yeah, they're like gossipy. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're like gossiping. It really looks like they're being shady bitches and just really, really <laughs> gossiping. Like so like they just lean into each other and just like cover their hands and just whisper things into each other's ears and just like the looks that they get on their faces and their body language it's just like they are talking about some shit like they're shady yeah they really are. it's cute it's really cute it's so cute So another friendship moment. This is kind Mm. of a random one, but I saw this in a compilation and I thought it was really cute. It's, I believe it's a Bontam bomb and it's called J-Hope versus 95s. Yes, I love this one. Yeah, it's so cute because I feel like if there's any uh, young that they're going to mess with and feel okay doing it, it would be (laughs) J-Hope over like Yoongi or Jin or whatever. But J-Hope, he's sleeping on a set of chairs, and they go in, both Young and Jimin, they go in, and one grabs one of the chairs, and the other one grabs the other. So, like, Jimin grabbed, I think, like, the foot where uh, J-Hope's feet were, and then Young grabs the chair that J-Hope was resting his, like, shoulder and back on. Yeah, and, and they're, like, rolling yeah. computer chairs. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. can roll. J-Hope is trying to sleep, but they go over and they start pulling the chairs apart so that J-Hope starts, like, slipping down off of the chairs and he's going to fall. But J-Hope kind of plays along with it. Like, he's trying really, like, really hard to hold on with his toe, like, his, like, ankles and, like, the back of his neck. Like, he's just trying (laughs) to hold on. And they eventually pull it far enough that he ends up falling. Mm -hmm. And once he falls, he, like, gets up. And both Young and Jimin just book it. <laughs> and they just run out of the room. Like, this is, like, J-Hope is so pissed. So yeah. J-Hope runs after them. And finally, J-Hope ends up getting Jimin, because I don't think Jimin put up too much of a fight. Like, he was like, okay, no. I got caught. It's so cute. I mean, like, that's his roommate. Like, he has to go home to him at the end of the day. Yeah. So, like, there's, like, a part where Jimin is, like, he's the... J-Hope finds him in a hallway and Jimin's like on his knees like basically like I'm sorry and Hobie is like bring Young." <laughs> yeah he's like go get Young, go get him right now so it's so funny because Jimin does it he goes and gets Young, and he grabs the back of like Young's shirt and yeah. pulls him in and Young is like alright I'm ready for my punishment <laughs> But Hobie just, like, he just, like, verbally punishes, I feel like. Like, he doesn't... No, he, like, acts like he's going to kick him, but he doesn't actually kick him. Yeah. It's just so, so cute. Like, really, this is their dynamic. They are two little shits. They just love (laughs) just messing around with everyone and teasing people and kind of giving them a hard time. They just really feed off each other in that way. Okay, so another moment, a friendship moment that we noticed and that we really like is... Um, a video from 2016 in what July and um, it's called the don't judge challenge and it's like a vine that they did Um, and so like Taeyang and V it's like a selfie video they're both in robes and they have like white face masks on like the sheet face masks Mm -hmm. and they're like tilting their heads to the beat of the song, they kind of look like bobbleheads. And mm-hmm. it looks it looks really crazy because their faces are just so big and white, like, covered in this mask. And they're just, like, hanging their mouths open a little bit and just, like, bobbing their head. It looks really silly. It's but so th- cute. <laughs> it's so cute. But then the bass drops in the song and Jimin reaches his hand forward to, like, cover the screen. And then he pulls it away to reveal them without the masks on and with their hair done and, like, makeup on. And they're so fucking hot. Oh, my God. Jimin's eye makeup is on point in mm. that video. Like, and also, this is when it was during the the uh, dope era. Mm-hmm. So Jimin has that red hair and oh he, like, God. styled it perfectly and Young has two studs in, mm-hmm. and he also has, like, that 
beautiful chocolate brown hair. (laughs) They both look so good. So good. It's just like, it's just one of those moments that's like, what do friends do when they're bored, like just hanging out? Like that type of shit. Mm hmm. So another moment is four o'clock. We've kind of talked about this already. So this is the the song that Young wrote really for BTS for their four-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. But he, he said that 4 O'Clock was inspired by his friendship with Jimin. Yeah. That he was waiting at 4 a.m. for Jimin to come. I don't really know what they were doing. 4 a.m.? I thought it was 4 p.m. I thought it was 4 a.m. <laughs> I thought it was the afternoon because doesn't he talk about, like, the afternoon light in the in the song? I don't know, Dust Dawn. Why do we, I hate this? Why do we not understand four o'clock? Okay. <laughs> it's Why some, don't we speak Korean? It's either four a.m. or four p.m. Someone messages in, in the day. Let us know. Okay, sure. He's waiting for Jimin. Yeah. It would be way more romantic if it was four a.m. But it I would be like. way more like. <laughs> Like, what world would that happen on that Young is waiting for Jimin in a park at 4 a.m.? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like 4 a.m. is more romantic. But anyways, basically, Young wrote this song about him and Jimin's friendship. Like, he mm-hmm. just loves Jimin so, so much. Like, yeah. he really does. They are such good friends. And he wanted to really write a song for BTS and particularly being inspired by his friendship with Jimin. Mm -hmm. So another moment that we want to talk about is from the 2017 summer package. And in this moment, all of BTS are kind of like sitting outside, like hanging out, talking, whatever. And (laughs) they're sitting inside a a hotel room. Oh, yeah. I don't know why (laughs) in my mind they're like sitting on a balcony. But um, anyway, so... They're, like, talking, and then Jimin is like, oh, I have this for you. And he pulls out a dream catcher necklace and gives it to Young because he remembered that Young had said he had a nightmare the night before. Which, one, can I just say that Jimin is a fucking angel? Like He's, he's, he's so, an angel sent from heaven. He's he so is. thoughtful. He's so sweet. He's so thoughtful. Like, that's, like, that's some shit that I would do for you, you know? Yeah. like I think what happened is for this, they all had like a certain amount of money because it mm-hmm. was a summer package thing. They mm-hmm. all had a certain amount of money to spend to like get a gift or something for themselves, like a souvenir. And of course, Jimin was like, I didn't get something for myself. I got something for Young because I saw him, like he had a nightmare the night before. Yeah. And what he ended up doing is... When Young had the nightmare, he went to Jimin's room. Like, of course he went to Jimin's room. after having this. Yeah, this terrible nightmare. Who is he going to go see? He goes and sees Jimin. And so he apparently, this is kind of like, we don't really know what happened. Because Young is either lying to Jimin or lying to ARMY. I don't know. But <laughs> Young, he went into the room. And what he told Jimin is that, Jimin was like, get out. Like, no. Like, Young really wanted to just cuddle together and sleep. Mm-hmm. And Jimin, I guess, turned him away. So the next day, Young told Jimin, hey, I came into your room last night and had a bad nightmare and you told me to leave. And then Jimin felt really, really bad about it. So when they were out shopping to get their, you know, a souvenir for themselves, he ended up thinking of Young and was like, I'll get him a dream catcher necklace so that he won't have nightmares. Yeah. How thoughtful. Also, like, so he won't come bother me in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but then later on, they pulled V aside in, like, a personal interview. Mm-hmm. And V ended up saying that Jimin actually answered the door and let him in. But it's like, I don't really know what happened. Like, Young is being Young. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next moment that we're going to talk about, I feel like this, like everybody knows this, like, even if you don't know what it's from, you know what this is. Um, because everybody knows that Jimin has tiny little baby hands and a tiny little baby pinky. And so on this one clip, this BTS ask in a box, Young and Jimin like compare pinky sizes. 
So it's around 11.06 of the video, but Young holds this big old hand out with just his pinky up, and Jimin kind of, like, hesitates and laughs, like, I'm, I really have to do this right now. Yeah. And he puts his pinky in front of, like, next to Young's. Their hands are lined up, okay? Like, their knuckles are lined up. It's not Jimin, like, making it look like his hand is smaller, like, for the joke or whatever. But mm-hmm. his pinky is literally, like, half the length of Young's, Yeah, like and super, super small. Yeah. The best part about this, though, is Young's reaction. He laughs so hard. And yeah. you, know how we, you know how we talk about when Jimin laughs? He laughs so purely and uncontrollably that he yeah, like, like falls he into people. Yeah, like he throws himself on people. Mm-hmm. That's literally what Young does to Jimin right now. Like he laughs so hard. He starts kind of like hunching over and he puts his head like into the side of Jimin's head like yeah. he just is like <laughs> gripping onto him and it is so cute it's, yeah it's so cute I think they ended up choosing Young because I think they said like oh who has the biggest hands I think Namjoon ended up saying Young has pretty big hands mm-hmm. and I don't think Young knew just how small Jimin's pinky was mm-hmm. I think he kind of knew he, I mean obviously he had an idea that he had small hands but when he compared it he was like not prepared for the diff- the size difference it was no. so funny <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so pure <laughs> yeah it's so pure Okay, and so then this is, like, lastly for friendship moments. By the way, there's so many friendship moments. Really, we cannot get to all of them. But yeah, I no, really there's a get million. To the, I want to get to the romantic moments because there's some really, really good ones. There are some good ones. Yeah, so the last moment is from January 4th, 2016, and this is kind of like a personal favorite of mine. It's the most beautiful moment in life, part two, jacket shooting. Mm-hmm. And so these are just some of the cutest V-men pictures and this is when Jimin had the orange hair and Young had kind of that brown hair with the green highlights in it and they're just so cute and Namjoon ends up saying that Young looks like Jimin's puppy and I thought that was such a cute adorable perfect description of them because Jimin really does take on that that young role like he's older mm-hmm. and it's so funny because they're so close in age but really Jimin he takes it seriously he but he's also goofy with Young, but he like wants to protect him and love him and it's just this photo shoot is really cute they feed yeah. off each other really well they piggyback on each other a lot they're so cute I mean really like overall for friendship moments it every single moment that we saw of theirs It's just they have such a genuine connection with each other as friends, for sure. And the love and support that we get to see from them to each other, it it champions any kind of friendship. So it's just Mm -hmm. like they're amazing. You can tell they tell each other everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into romantic moments. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Romantic moments. So at first it was kind of hard for us to like see them romantically because I think in both of our minds we just think of them more as friends like we're like they're the 95 line like but there are so many like serious Veman shippers out there that it wasn't really that hard to find some of these no, moments. No, it was not hard to find Veman romantic moments at all. They were there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday when we were together, we were more like, mm, they're friends. But today we did a little bit more research, just kind of let it lie for a little bit. We're like, mm-hmm. no, wait, we can totally see how this is romantic too. Like almost yeah. all of these could be seen as romantic. Like V's letter to Jimin could totally be taken romantically. It mm-hmm. all really could. So they're just like that borderline ship. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is romantic or if this is just friend. Right. I guess that's for you guys to decide when you listen. Yeah, Um, let us know what you think. (laughs) Yeah. The first moment we want to talk about is from the show Champion Comeback Stage uh, in, what is this, October of 2016. So this is Blood, Sweat, and Tears era. And the interviewer, this is like, he's interviewing Young, And like other BTS members are kind of like around. Yeah, yeah. 
They ask about the scene where Young exposes his back in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Tay starts to say, like, well, you know, I'm not one to work out, like, just being really, I don't know, modest and... Of course. Kind of yeah. shy about it. And then <laughs> Jimin walks up from behind. And you know when he puts on, like, his serious face? And oh, he's my God. Like, and he's got, like, that silver hair, too, because yes. it's Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh. Yes. Which is... <laughs> The silver it hair makes is him already look even too more much. sexual. Like he yeah. just looks sexy. <laughs> and then he says, he goes, everyone. He he interrupts what Tae Young is saying. He goes, everyone, what you guys need to be excited for is not the back. And then he very obviously turns clearly. His, clearly, <laughs> he he goes from looking at the camera and he moves his head so that he is looking straight down at Young's crotch his yes. eyes like follow <laughs> Young's body from his chest to his penis and he's like look this is what you guys need to be excited yeah. for it's so funny because then Young he follows Jimin's gaze and he peeks down at his crotch at the same time he, at the exact same time like he he didn't know what Jimin was saying but then he followed his gaze and then he just busts out laughing and he gets <laughs> So shy and so bashful yeah. that he he kind of like falls forward in laughter and embarrassment, mm-hmm. and it's just too funny. But oh my gosh, this is a common theme with any V men romantic moment. Jungkook is never far away; like he's, <laughs> he's right there. Look. And so this this is why G Cook. This is my own theory. This is why I feel like G Cook and Taekook shippers don't get along sometimes. Which that's stupid. We should all get along. But um, it's kind of like, oh, is Jungkook jealous because of Jimin or is he jealous because of Young? You don't know. But, of course, whenever Young falls forward, we see Jungkook in the background looking so jealous. Like, I really think he's <laughs> jealous of both. Like, he's like, oh, they're having fun without me. Like, the maknae line, you know? Yeah, he's just left out. Um, but this this moment is just so funny because, uh, like you said, Young did not know where Jimin was going with that. Mm-hmm. So, And you could totally say, oh, this isn't, like, romantic. Like, this is just guy friends being guy friends, like, you know, talking about dick size or whatever. And, like, but that male. But he's seen his dick. You, he, I know, right? He must have seen his dick. This <laughs> I mean. Is, this is fact. <laughs> okay, but can you live together with someone for over seven years and not have seen them naked? They all have seen each other's dicks. I'm have sure to. they had some sort of like team bonding over it. Naked team bonding? I used to have team poops with my volleyball team. Like we would all <laughs> go into the bathroom and take a shit together. <laughs> and girls did that. <laughs> you, did you ever do something like that? <laughs> I don't know, but I love that. <laughs> You said, and girls did that. So these guys have definitely seen each other's dick, whether it's sexual or not. But, like, this moment could definitely be romantic because, like, I could totally see myself, like, saying something like that, like, about Jordan, like, to Jordan in front of, like, our friends or something. Just, like, to, you know, be kind of, like, kinky and, like, sexual, like... Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, you know, like, in public, it's kind of fun. But anyways... (laughs) Okay, so the next moment that we're going to talk about is a recent moment, and this is from their comeback show, M Countdown, for 2018, and that was for Tear, Love Yourself, Mm -hmm. Tear. And so this is, it's that comeback show, so it's all these little clips from before they ended up, you know, before their comeback. Mm -hmm. And so Jimin and Young hang out at, like, a comic book store together. Yeah. And I think it was kind of a surprise to them when they went in. I don't know. It's hard to access, like, the legit clip because I think you have to have either, like, fan cafe or something. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Jimin and Young are at this comic book store together, and there's these cute little pods where they can go and rest and just, if you want to lie down and read a book or take a nap. They end up eating together, and they just have fun conversation with each other. But what's really romantic about this is they don't snuggle just once. They snuggle twice. Like, they Mm -hmm. get real cozy together. And you can tell that they just, they're just so used to each other. They're just so comfortable with one another. I was just going to say that to me, like, this is one of those moments that I could say, yeah, this is definitely, like, qualifies, as you could say, this is, like, romantic between them. 
And that's just because it reminds me so much of like my husband and I. Like I feel like like we see Tae Young like in that pod just on his phone like laying down comfortably. He's kind of taking up the space. Like there's not really necessarily room for another person to be in there with him. Yeah, he's like lounging. <laughs> yeah, he's like diagonally across the whole space. And then Jimin just comes in and kind of crawls in and crawls kind of to the back corner and then just literally curls up next to him and snuggles and like puts his leg over Young's leg and puts his arm across his chest. This reminds me of my husband and I for a reason. Like that kind of intimacy, you don't have that between friends, really. Like as close as you and I are, we wouldn't snuggle like that unless no, like we don't unless, nap together. Unless either of yeah, we have not napped together. Unless like <laughs> one of us were in like an emotional crisis or something and the other person just needed someone to like hug or something like that, like we wouldn't be in that position. We would have no reason. Yeah, but yeah. the how casually and easy Jimin just went and crawled up and curled and intertwined his body with Young. it's just so real and authentic. All right, so the next kind of like romantic moment that I want to talk about is from the Idol Star Championships in 2016. So just a little background to this leading up because the clip is literally I think it's like 12 or 16 seconds on YouTube the one that we have yeah but <laughs> background info apparently Jimin kicked Young's water bottle and uh Young decided that Jimin needed to be punished for it oh. and <laughs> unlike Hosok's verbal punishment and like instilling fear in them Young decided to physically punish Jimin. So I feel like Young tackled Jimin to the ground because uh-huh. I don't I don't think Jimin would like willingly submit, Just you know. lie there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in my mind, Young tackled Jimin to the ground. And the clip starts with Jimin is lying on the ground and Young kind of like is manhandling him and like rolls him over and just like starts slapping his ass over and over again. Like he is oh, yeah. aggressively punishing Jimin in front of everybody. Like talk about uh-huh. what's that thing that you degradation or something what's that word degrading a little bit it's just really like dominant submissive like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna punish you like it comes off really sexual because he's slapping his ass and not only that it's not just like one or two slaps man he He keeps going he fucking pins him down he pins him down jimin cannot do anything about it and he just starts slapping him and you can tell it's not super hard because he kind of like throws his arm out a little bit like he's not just like directly smacking his ass mm-hmm. but he's con- he's definitely hitting it and he does it over and over and Jimin of course is laughing or whatever but he- Jimin goes back to stop him he kind of puts his hand there in mm-hmm. Young so quickly it's really sexy how he does this <laughs> he like quickly grabs Jimin's wrist and like throws his arm he like pushes his arm like no you can't stop me like this is your punishment (laughs) you aren't done being punished it's so sexual this is this is by far one of the most sexual moments for them like it's so bad Taeyang control yourself the only thing that keeps me from being like, yes, this is a romantic moment is that like, okay, they didn't know that they were on camera at this point. So that's kind of like, sure, it could be like romantic or whatever, or show that they're like sexual together. But also it was so public. Like they're doing this in like the corner of the stadium in front of all of these fans. That's true. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. but I don't know, like some people get off on that. So like maybe Young is one of those people. I mean, maybe. I think Young is totally one of those people. <laughs> Exhibitionist. <another> <laughs> okay, so this is another big moment that is recent. So this was from the Japan fan meeting, um, and it may have been during the fourth muster, which is around mm-hmm. April. Yeah. And this is your classic panic gay versus confident gay moment. Oh, my God. I love this. I have stuff to say about this. So you can just explain what happens. Okay. So what what ends up happening is I think it's some sort of game where they basically have to look directly at each other and then one eventually gives in or I don't really know. Um, but they're kind of I think they're holding hands, not holding hands, but have their hands touching 
mm-hmm. and waiting for one to kind of just like retreat or fall back. Just because, so this moment, like the game that they're playing or whatever, when like they have to basically like get really close and like stare into each other's eyes. Yeah, they're like and super close to each other. I'm just saying, Young, if he's gay, the internet would describe him as a chaotic gay, like the ones who aren't afraid to just be themselves or like he's not afraid to make other people uncomfortable because Uh it's just so silly and fun to him that he's just like, this is me. Yeah. Um, So what ends up (laughs) happening is basically Young does not falter. Like he has such a serious. He does not shy away. No, he has such a serious sexual face on and Jimin cannot handle it. Like he's so bashful. He gets so flustered and Seeing Jimin get flustered is one of my favorite things because he's he already is so cute when he like smiles like that. But the uh-huh. face that he makes when he's like flustered is like he's smiling so big, but he also blushes and uh-huh. he like the his body language is just like oh no, little old me, no, it's yeah. just so cute. And Young yeah. is Young is doing that to him. He is having that effect on him. It's not even. It does not take long for Jimin to break and for him to like break the game or like break character or whatever like he cannot handle Young looking at him like this he like, really can't it's so cute like it's he, so cute oh he gets so flustered and Young, <laughs> i mean i don't blame him Young looks so sexual like he looks mm-hmm. like he means it the way he's looking at him i mean let's just really think about take a minute and just think about how fucking hot this ship is romantically like it's a beautiful ship. They're they're definitely both beautiful and stunning. And mm-hmm. so picturing them together is just like, wow. Wow. Like power couple. Fantasies. <laughs> beautiful. Yes. <laughs> um, another moment that I really like. So this isn't like a specific thing or whatever, but I saw a little clip. The link will be in the description. It's like the first few seconds of this video. It's like a compilation, but... Young is talking and he's saying that or he's talking to Jimin and he's like you always do that ego and you know like and Jimin's like what are you talking about and he's like you know like being cute all the time and he like mimics how he thinks Jimin looks and acts and he tilts his chin down and like looks up at Jimin blinking with like big doe eyes and he's like saying he's basically saying Jimin this is how you act like this is how you are with me and it's just like it's so funny because it's total relationship manipulation right there like Uh trying to get what you want by being cute and (laughs) i have not seen this moment just the fact that Young was like jimin this is how you act to me and jimin was acting like i don't know what you're talking about like it was so it was so it was typical (laughs) jimin being the like the older acting like well you know whatever you're just like trying to embarrass me and Young being like no you act this way to me Mm -hmm. yes so then the in the same video compilation so if you're gonna watch these just keep on watching at um 139 it has like a clip of a v live that bts did after their comeback after all of the comeback stages for tier were over all of the members are there besides Jin. they did the v live in order to honor Jin, who was Um, unable to attend because of the recent passing of his grandmother. The camera shot in this compilation video just shows from left to right Hobie, Tae, Jimin, and Namjoon sitting on the couch, but Yoongi and Jungkook are further down next to Namjoon um, in the actual V-Live. But in this clip at this moment, Jimin is the main one talking, so he's like in the middle, and he keeps... You know, Jimin, like, talks with his hand. We're very similar in that way. So, like, whenever he yeah, talks, he, does. he has to, like, move his hands out. As I'm recording right now, I'm moving my hands so much. Like, uh-huh. he, so he's, like, he keeps leaning forward to, like, get closer to the camera and to move his hands and whatever. And while he's doing that, Young just looks so possessive over him so possessive yeah so first of all Young is giving off like major daddy vibes he's in like this 
red printed bandana style shirt. That's what it looks like. Uh-huh. And he looks so fucking hot because he, he has, has a backwards cap on with the mullet. Okay. Uh. And this whole time that Jimin is talking, Taehyung doesn't take his eyes off of him, whereas the other members do. Like, J-Hope and Namjoon, they're kind of looking around, they're laughing, they're whatever. But Taehyung will not stop looking at Jimin. At Mm -hmm. one point, Jimin, he feels Taehyung's hand on his lower back, and Taehyung just kind of leaves it there. And so Jimin leans back, and he, like, puts his right hand on Taehyung's, like, upper thigh, and just kind of like rubs and then like lets it linger so there. So sexual. So sexual. So possessive. Like so he possessive. Just wants to be touching him. Yeah. And even then, after Jimin kind of has his hand there and then he moves it so he can talk with his hands and like lean forward again, Taehyung uh-huh. has to like lean forward to start like fidgeting with the back of Jimin's hair and like doing little things just to like have an excuse to touch him. Oh yeah, basically. Like he acts like something's in his hair or like something's wrong with like his hair or his face and it's yeah. like, no, nothing's wrong. He's just <laughs> touching him. <laughs> so that's like, I mean, that screams this is my boyfriend, I want attention. Yes, it really does. No, it's, that's another one that consistently comes up in V-Men compilations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this last one that we're going to talk about is from their V-Live, and is it Kobe? Kobe? I think, you know what, we're American, however you fucking want to say it. (laughs) V-Live and Kobe, that's how I would pronounce it. But anyway, so it was two years ago, so it was a while ago. But this one, Taehyung is being so sexual throughout the entire thing. It's only like six (laughs) minutes long, so it's a Mm V-Live. And honestly, the first 40 seconds of it is just a black screen. Like, they're trying to get their shit together. Like, they're like, okay, (laughs) let's start this V-Live, but they're actually not prepared for it at all. No. So it's just like they're not even showing the camera. Like, it's just, like, completely blocked by something Mm -hmm. for the first 40 seconds. And then finally Jimin starts to film Taehyung. Like, he turns the camera up so that we see Young in this. They're obviously in the hotel room. They're always, always hanging out in hotel rooms together. I'm telling you, this is what they do. After, like, their concert, they just hit each other up, mm-hmm. and they just go to each other's hotel rooms. Uh, but Young is standing there, and Young has his phone, and he turns on Sexy Back <laughs> by Justin Timberlake. Amazing. Already. And he just starts to strip like there's I don't understand so he takes off his sweater but underneath his sweater is like another sweater obviously like he's not going to show himself but it's just so sexy and then Taeyong goes for his pants like he starts to undo his pants and Jimin starts to freak out like what are you doing like you cannot show this he's like whoa 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 like do not do that and Taeyong being Taeyong takes him off but of course he's got pants on underneath mm-hmm. those <laughs> like he planned that shit of course he did <laughs> but i'm just like what drove them to this point so what ends up happening after that after Young does his little strip tease for army and jimin mm-hmm. they go to sit like down and they said that they're going to be on v live a little bit they just had their concert and Young's like i really want a popsicle And how sexual is it to just suck and lick a popsicle for a V-Live? So he goes and gets this popsicle and he sits down and they agree that once he finishes the popsicle is when they'll turn off the Mm V-Live. Oh my gosh. V puts the entire fucking popsicle in his mouth. The whole length of the popsicle. The whole thing. The whole thing in his mouth. I know what you guys this isn't like a thin bomb pop this is like one of those double wide popsicles that you <laughs> you know that should have two sticks that it you break in half and share with it. somebody except for it's just one but it's like i mean it's at least two inches wide yeah and like six inches long yeah at least five and he deep throats that shit he deep throats it. He put the, the whole, whole thing in his mouth. He doesn't do the it whole once. time. He does it repeatedly. And like he's doing it. I don't know if he's doing it for Army, but Jimin is right <laughs> there. And I'm just like, that 
to any human being that is sexual as fuck. Yeah, and Jimin, he, the whole time, every time he does it, he's like, what the fuck, don't eat that popsicle so fast because when you eat it, we're going to turn it off. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, he continues to, like, do this obnoxiously, like, eating of this popsicle. Yeah, the two are just... It's really flirty. It's really sexual. And Jimin is super flustered the whole time. Like, oh, no, don't take your pants off. Or like, oh, don't eat that too fast. <laughs> like, he just, the whole time, Jimin, it just seems really, really shy and bashful and giddy at the same time. I mean, he, I could see it. I could see that one of these nights, they maybe have done something. I mean, they're so close. I'm just being realistic about it. It's like, so, I mean... If Look, you're hanging late at night, I mean, they're boy. I mean, everyone has some sort of libido, so. It's, look, you and I are both straight, but we, how many times have we made out? Like, We've in college? Made out many times. Many times. Like, I, I couldn't even count them because I don't remember, you know, like, I don't know. Like, at least the three or four times. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like they don't drink either. Like, if they That's have true. any sort of tendency to be that close with a friend and to, like, th- like everybody is a sexual being, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm. it's like, it's not crazy to think that they have crossed that line into no. doing something. Yeah, absolutely. There's also another V Live where they're together, and I just I'll have to find it and put it in the description. But Taeyong, I'm pretty sure, is naked. Like he definitely doesn't fuck? have a he definitely doesn't have a top on, and he's lying there with Jimin. That's that one where Taeyong gets really goofy and he's like, like he gets really yeah. adorable. Yeah, it's that one. I have to find it. But that's another one. It's like they're just hanging out in their mm-hmm. hotel room. This is what I'm saying. Like they are borderline. Could be friends. Could be romantic. It could go either way. Yeah. Something, a point that I brought up yesterday that I feel like is really true is that they are the potential that all men could have with their other guy friends if they wouldn't let toxic fucking masculinity get in the way. Like Toxic these sort masculinity. Of, these sort of, <laughs> shout out to my favorite murder. My these, favorite murder. <laughs> these sort of like societal expectations or rigidness between like especially in our american culture like my husband so desperately wants to have like deep meaningful friendships with his guy friends and seeks those and tries to get his friends to open up and stuff like that and it is so ingrained in so many men that they don't talk about their feelings they push it down they let every you know they just let it roll off their back and they don't process you know like the trauma that can happen if you don't address negative feelings or you know like whatever if you don't talk about what's going on it can really be detrimental and it can keep you guarded from your friends and so what like the friendship that Young and Jimin have It's like they're not concerned about any of that at all. They're not concerned about trying to be quote unquote manly or fulfill any kind of like expectation that society has for them as who they should act at, like how they should act as men. They're just being fucking human beings. They're just being so real with each other. So real. There are no barriers. They can just be so open. It doesn't Mm -hmm. even cross their mind that oh maybe I shouldn't be saying this or I don't know what he would think if I said that to him like that yeah. that's not there they he just would, say he would think of me as less of a man if I said this to him like yeah. that type of thing is not in their relationship at all nope nope there is no denying that these two are super close friends they mm-hmm. are super super close they are tightly knit for many reasons because of being trainees going to the same high school together being the same age being maknae's They definitely have that all going for them. But really, I mean, even though they're such good friends, there definitely is these romantic moments that are totally justifiable that Mm -hmm. they they could have potentially have crossed the line and might be romantically involved. Who knows? We'll never know. Maybe we will. Like 30 years from now, we can look back and see where they're at in their lives. I know. (laughs) I think, like, we're going to get all of the biographies and like like we're living through times right now that will be made into a documentary in the future absolutely (laughs) like about bts they made history already they have 
They're amazing. They're the best. All of them. They really are the best. Mm-hmm. That's why we got fucking tattoos. Yep. No regrets at all. No, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that kind of concludes our V-Men episode, I suppose. Yeah, I hope you guys all enjoyed it. It is a really big ship, so picking moments was really difficult. Yeah. But if you have any moments that you really, really like or want us to know about, go ahead and message us, do whatever, social mm-hmm. media, Gmail, whatever. Yeah. So if you liked this episode, if you've liked any of our other episodes, there's a few things that you can do to show that you love, enjoy, and support us. So you can always write us a review on iTunes. That's amazing. When we get to 200 reviews, we're going to do another bonus episode. You guys will get to pick the topic. Another thing that you can do to support us is go to paypal.me slash standingbts and send us a one-time donation. You can also become a monthly subscriber if you go to patreon.com slash standingbts. And you can, for even just a dollar a month, you guys, you can subscribe to just do a dollar, donate a dollar a month, and you do not even know how big of a difference that makes and how much that means to us. Um, Yeah, we would really appreciate it. Yeah, and you guys, we're going to start coming out with Patreon-exclusive content, and we're going to put them at that one-tier level. So if you subscribe for at least a dollar a month you can get access to these things, these special secret things that we're going to put on there. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we have a few ideas. We have some things that are coming. Yeah. Um, so if you want to contact us at all, you can email us at standingbtspodcast at gmail.com. You should totally come follow us on Twitter because we love to interact with you and meet you guys and just become true friends with you on Twitter at standing BTS pod. You can do the same thing on our Instagram account at standing BTS podcast. You can like our Facebook page standing BTS for just weekly updates. And of course you can find links for all of that in the description. In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.